Hey guys, you are listening to the Deep Cut Podcast. It <laughs> <laughs> was the first time saying it, so you know, I felt like I don't know what to feel yeah. after that one. I don't know. It hits, you, it hits you different. It hit me different. It's going to take some settling in. Yep. Um, yep. But, you know, I'm your host, uh, Edward Leon Jasper, and with me is my co-host. Matthew Avery Elam. And In the flesh. In the flesh. So today we're just going to be, like, talking about some random stuff. We usually stick this in to the end of our podcast, um, our normal feed. But people have been really into this section, so we decided to, like, dedicate... Just a good 15, 20 minutes of just talking about some random things that we have been up to. RLS. Yeah. Random life stuff. RLS. Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're just coming off of the episode talking about our review of Midsommar. If you haven't got a chance to listen to that yet, please do. We had a lot of fun talking about it. Um, But now, kind of just want to like... Dive into some random stuff. So, Matt, do you have any tips and tricks or random things for our listeners? I I do have something random. Um, It seems to be a reoccurring theme. I I keep hearing people reference reading and how important reading is. And I've always been very specific about reading a certain type of book. Like, it usually had to be a mystery or... Um, typically fiction but you know one of the things I want for myself is I, I want more knowledge I want to educate myself more not necessarily as far as academic mm-hmm. academically or academics but I want to learn about different cultures I want to I want to be like a walking just ball of knowledge and I realize, you know, I'm I try to be very honest and free and and truthful with myself. And so I think we as people, let me speak for myself. Okay, okay. I I, I know what most of my issues are and, and most of the things that hinder me from um doing what I want to do in life, um being the the father I want to be, being the husband I want to be, being the Matthew I want to be. Um one of those, for example, is fear that I'm working on. Um, another thing, which I touched on in the last episode, is self-loathing. Um, and then the third thing I would say is video games. Which, you want, you want more video games? I, I need more video games. Yeah. No, yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, and it's actually one specific video game. So Madden has been like, it takes up way too much of my time. I love that game so much. But I decided today when looking at this section, I was like, you know, it's, I've, I've been knowing for a long time and I've been telling myself year after year, all right, when the new Madden comes out, I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. I'm going to try something else. Hmm. And up until this year, I have not purchased it. It just, it just came out. Wait, up, no, this is the what I mean is this is the first year that I won't buy the new Madden <laughs> when it comes out. And in exchange to replace um, this this video game that takes up much of my free time, um, 
I'm going to exchange it for books and reading and not just fiction, but also um, some of the things that you talk about on the podcast. I, I want to start reading those a lot of like um, books about racial equality, um, feminism, things more, more nonfiction stuff towards that aspect, um, religions, things like that. And then as far as fiction, you know, I want to get back into the fiction um, thing as well. But yeah, so I'm, I'm skipping out on Madden 20 this year. This, this is my goal. So, you know, if, if I if I renege on it, I'll come on here and I'll let y'all know and I'll be open. But my goal is to have a year off a year with no Madden and, and just see how I am at the end of the year. Yikes. Uh, best of luck to you. Thank you. Um, I know how important that game is to you. And I also know how much everyone around you uh, hate when you play it. So <laughs> sucks for you, but hooray for Becca. I'm sure she's so excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so. kids are going to love it, too. Oh my! And God. I haven't told anybody, so it's going to be like, surprise. Got to listen to the pod. Well, I'll tell you what. You might be giving up video games, but I just, I'm I'm not willing to. Oh, great. You got some good ones? Uh, I got one good one that I'm playing now. I'm playing a game called Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice, and it's basically like this ninja Ooh. game. Well, you're playing as a samurai, and... Um, uh, it's hard. It's It's hard as fuck. Uh, really? there's okay. no like difficulty settings so it's like this is this is it this is the game oh i've seen that game i yeah. want to play that so bad it's it's very addicting and part of how addicting it is is how hard some of these bosses are and it's like i like i'm on the same boss for a week damn like damn uh this is a lot you know oh um, I, I miss mean, those video games it's so good, especially like when you have like a life and a job and, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, like live in a uh, family. It's like I can devote maybe an hour to two hours a day to playing this, even though I would literally spend eight hours. Uh, mm-hmm. So it takes forever to play, but it's a lot of fun and I'm really enjoying it. And I feel like I've been playing it for a long time, but I looked on um you know, on the PlayStation, you can see, like, when you hover over a game, you can see the progress that you've made. Uh, can you guess mm. how much progress I've made in the... I've been playing it for about a month now. Can you guess? Mm, a percentage. Maybe, maybe 24%? 6%. Oh. So, I'll be playing this <sighs> for the next year. <laughs> yeah, clearly. Okay. Um, so, we'll <laughs> see how it goes. I'll definitely let you know. <laughs> Oh, please do. It's been intense. Uh, But this weekend, I did actually make some time to uh, binge on something else. Have you heard of a show called The Boys on Amazon? Uh, Only from you. Okay. So, no. Let me me set this up. Uh, First off, when it comes to Amazon TV shows, I'm not into it. I don't think I've seen one show on Amazon that I actually liked. You tell me about Fleabag? Which one? Fleabag? I was just going to say Fleabag is the only other one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they've been they've been subbing up their game for the past like month cuz I just I just saw Fleabag, you know, last month. Um 
this new show just came out. It just dropped on Saturday, and it's called The Boys, and basically it's a superhero TV show, and it's like, the best way I can explain it is it's everything that I wanted Marvel to be, because it is funny, it has great visual effects, the superheroes are great, but it's <laughs> super messed up, and yeah. in this series, like, the boys, the superheroes are the bad guys, because... It's a lot more realistic because when you think of Captain America and MCU, he's like a good old boy down to earth and he's great. But in the boys, the Captain America figure is actually like he plays that role for other people. But really, he's like superficial. He's like an alpha Mm -hmm. male. um, Mm -hmm. And he basically is just like a dick. Yeah, so it's it was like Marvel E Marvel True Hollywood Stories. Exactly, exactly. Okay, I'm gonna start watching this tonight. It is so good, and like pretty much in like the first ten minutes, or maybe like the first five minutes of the first uh, episode, you're like, oh, it's this type of show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's messed up. It's gory. I have gotten Frankie to watch it because like he was out this weekend. And when you got home, I was like, yo, we're watching this show called The Boys. And um, all I need you to do is watch 10 minutes. And I guarantee you, you'll be hooked. And he was. So I think he actually just finished it today. Ooh, That's good. It's only eight episodes long, an hour each. It's an easy binge. And it's really good. They're already uh, in production for season two. So I I see that it's got a 9.1 on IMDb. And um, it's got four and a half stars um out of five so i wasn't kidding looks like yeah it's it's good um the the stats are backing you up yeah i was actually like not too excited about it because one of the producers is um oh god what is that comedian's name who was on um oh my god he's like a bigger guy he's funny will no not will uh, Bruce Bruce? No, not Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce. White guy. He's got a beard. Oh, he was just... um, He was just... Oh, uh, Zach Galifianakis? No, he was just Pumbaa. Oh. oh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen is one of the executive uh-huh. producers on this. And so I'm like... Oh, he's I, good. He's not my favorite person in the world. and Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I, I don't know. But I might have to rethink a lot of things after uh, seeing this show. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So that's that. What else, what else you got? That That's all my random stuff. Oh, okay. I, I think maybe we can talk about Lion King here as well. I, I Yeah, I was going to suggest that earlier. I think this is a great spot. Okay. So, great spot. Uh, Matt, you and I both saw yep. The Lion King um, about a week ago now. Yeah, mine. Yeah, yeah. We go. Yeah. So, what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm gonna keep mine brief. Okay. And I'm gonna ch- and I'm gonna try to keep it as respectful as I can. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Vi- this is this visually, is key. This is key. This is key. Okay. Uh, visually, this movie, it it gets a it gets a nine out of ten. Yeah. Visually. Yeah. 
the the CGI was incredible. The lions were cute. It, they looked very natural. It didn't look like um, like when you see what uh, are those movies where like the they try to bring the pets to life, but the pets are doing like backflips or something. It wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Like it was like this. This is a lion. You know, like we actually filmed Lion for the Lion King, mm-hmm. which that was cool. Um, I was more irritated than I was pleased because of a few things. One being the director, John Favreau. Favreau. Mm-hmm. I was very excited for him because, you know, he did. He, he's the one who brought Iron Man to life. Um, but more importantly, he redid The Jungle Book, which was one of those first um, Disney movies that they kind of did the live action versions of. And I loved the Jungle Book that he did. I thought it was incredible. Um, so I didn't feel like this this movie had any type of touch to it at all. Like I didn't feel, um, and I don't know if it's because, I mean, even when I watch the original cartoon, like I feel more emotion. Maybe because the cats have more expressions on their face in the cartoon. I don't know. But I, I didn't feel a lot from this movie. Um, I liked everything that it represented. I love, you know, I mean, come on, Donald Glover, Childish Gambino, that's my man's. But I, I didn't feel like they utilized his talent. Um, when I saw his name, I was like, okay, so this soundtrack is going to be fire. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Beyonce, I was like, okay, this soundtrack is going to be fire. And then when when the movie started and everything was just so low and hunky dory and the songs were the same but it felt like even more dry i was like what why am i here yeah why am i here and um yeah i mean that that's pretty much the the summary of i was expecting and with all the hubbub and the buzz and with how early they you know started talking about this movie i was expecting so much more than just beautiful visual effects yeah, what what how how'd you take to the Lion King? Um, I I would say I liked the fact that in the first scene we get the Circle of Life song, and mm-hmm. it's a beautiful recreation of this iconic song that plays, and it's and they got everything down to like the exact way that the. Um, original movie 1994 film did it with like even the zebra stepping down like everything was in sync and it was really beautiful and I got very emotional however mm-hmm. the rest of the movie was mm-hmm. the same as yeah. the 1994 original there were some like differences um, but it was the same as the original movie and I'm like why do we need this other than to see like a recreation of the Lion King with photorealistic characters. And I'm like, why? I I think what annoyed me is like the parts that they chose to change didn't really make that much sense. And Mm -hmm. the parts that actually mattered are the parts they should have changed. Like Mufasa dying. That could have been something incredible. Uh-huh. And instead, they did the exact same thing, and it doesn't work with this because, I mean, you were saying that maybe it's the uh, it's the facial 
features that you get in the animation i think that's the exact reason because when mufasa dies you don't get any emotion from simba's face like he's a cat they don't they don't like furl their eyebrows or anything like that like when i look at my cat i don't know if he's like Mm -hmm. happy to see me or if he's pissed off and is about to eat me (laughs) i don't know right okay they don't make faces so like how can you do this emotional movie that is built on this very powerful scene and you can't get that part down. It just it doesn't make sense to me. I was so annoyed and pretty much instantly turned off when one of the best Disney songs, uh, Be Prepared, was oh my annihilated. Bro. Bro, how 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 did this leave how how did they let that happen? They they ruined like they cut the song to like it felt like forty five seconds. Oh yeah. And then, and then he like there was no calypso drums. Like they, I came in this movie ready to have a good time, like mm-hmm. ready to dance to the mute. Like the music, to me, is what made this movie what it is. Mm-hmm. And it, I, I be prepared. Like they, that shit was terrible. It was trash. By the time you realized <laughs> that they were doing that song, it was already over. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, it was like one one verse and like half of a chorus yeah and like a spoken word thing i'm like oh my god part of what makes scar so good in the original is that he's like he's like kind of like a male drag queen or a drag king like he's very exaggerated he's kind of effeminate Uh and he like just plays that role so well and then you get this like whoever's playing scar in this one just it doesn't it doesn't work and I think yeah, it's a common yeah. theme for like all the voice acting in this. Listen, I'm a Beyonce yes. fan until the day I die. Yes. But Beyonce yes. is not an actress. Correct. Okay. Correct. She, Correct. Uh, the, the role of Nala in the original is not a lot, and she doesn't have a lot of lines, but oh my God, Beyonce did not do this role. I'm sorry. She she didn't she she didn't do and I mean it's no it's no knock to her as a musician or as a person. Yeah. It's just it is what it is and it's it just wasn't hidden like mm-hmm. her it's it's very flat like it sounds like if like what i would imagine myself sounding like if, if i was like oh yeah i could do that and i went out and tried to act and i was like i will take the throne now like i would think i was doing a lot but it, it would probably sound flat yeah and um and donald glover like even even his like he he's so much more and i think atlanta works for his it's kind of shtick because like he's got that deadpan um kind of thing going on but like this wasn't the movie for that like this like this is lion king like it's it's over the top it's um i don't it's very exuberant and it was just oh, i was just so frustrated like they had so many talented people behind this yeah and and it it could it could have been so black I, and maybe that's what it is too. Like I was expecting, like when I saw black people actually on the docket to be in this movie, especially beyond, like two musicians, two two of my favorite musicians are headlining this movie. I was like, oh, this music is about to be fire. Mm-hmm. And and they just, I don't know who's responsible, but they they just like phoned it in. Yeah, I mean, it, what's interesting is that. As much as I wanted this to be a black movie, the the my favorite characters in it were all the white ones. So uh, Timon Seth, and Pumbaa, Timon and Pumbaa, and yeah. and the the bird. 
Oh, Zazu. Zazu. Oliver. Yeah. And it's like, I think what was great about those is that they were all playing their roles. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Seth Rogen was being Seth Rogen and John Oliver was being John Oliver. And it's like, Very true. that's what kind of made it great. And, and Billy Eichner, have you ever seen Billy on the street? On the street? Uh-huh. No. It's just like, you can see it on YouTube, but it's so funny. And he just basically like runs around New York City with a celebrity and asks these like tourist random questions. And he's just very like in your face and loud and annoying, but it's hilarious. <laughs> and wow. just to like see these celebrities and like, or see these people and like, he runs up to them and he's holding hands with like Nicole Kidman. And they're like, oh, wait, what? Like, you're asking me, like, who's on the $1 bill, but also Nicole Kidman is right here. So, like, what? And it's just, like, so funny <laughs> to look at all their faces. And that's what that's what Timon is doing in this, um, in this movie. Like, he's doing that role. And that's, like, those three Ooh. characters were the best part of the movie, and everything else was just, like, ugh, so annoying. It was annoying. That was it. Yeah. 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 Sound. Well, I'm 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 kind of glad you shared the same sentiment because I kind of thought something was wrong with me. He, you know, you never quite know. You see a movie that you're supposed to like or love, and you kind of wonder what the general consensus is. Mm-hmm. And but I mean, but at the end of the day, you feel the way you feel. So, I mean, I was like, man. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, like Frankie, off? Frankie loved this movie and thought it was great. And I'm like, uh, you're entitled to feel that way. I I just don't see how you can. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. if you've seen the original, you've seen this movie. So I don't really think there's a, I don't think there's a need to see more than like five minutes of this movie to see like what it looks like to do a photorealistic version of it. But right. that's pretty much all you need. It, ex- and that's exactly what Rebecca and I said. I was like, they could have just done like a Christmas special or, or like made this a release for Disney plus like, and just do a, just do a, like a, 15 10 15 minute reenactment of like hey like we have this new technology this is this is how this scene could have played out of the like i just could have seen a scene of what y'all could have done with the technology and mm-hmm. like been cool with that mm-hmm. and i would i would have let you know like oh cool but we don't want that like don't don't make a whole movie of this yeah it was too much it was just too much so it's way too much Guys, that's our updates. That's just like uh, little random stuff that we've been, uh, you know, knocking around in our heads and we wanted to share with you. So if you like this, you know, definitely let us know. Rate us five stars on iTunes and uh, tell all your friends about us. It really helps. So until next week when we see you on Monday with another movie review, I am Edward Leon Jasper. And I'm Matthew Avery Elam. And we'll talk to you guys later. Peace.